York County is so much more than just a stop for gas on I-8. 17 County is filled with unique individuals with unique stories just waiting to be told. Welcome to the 17 County Podcast with your host, Emily Perry. This is 17 County Podcast. Thank you for tuning in for today's episode. Be sure to like, subscribe, and listen. This helps our podcast grow, and we thank you for your continued support. We would also like to take the time to thank our York County Development Corporation members, Agriproducts, Cornerstone Bank, Nebraska Public Power District, and Central Valley Ag. Without these great members, we wouldn't be able to focus on the growth and development of York County here at the YCDC. So thank you. Let's get to the podcast. So today we have Carrie Colburn on our podcast. With decades of experience in management and marketing, Carrie Colburn puts her unique skills skill set, excuse me, in digital media and customer service to work for businesses and organizations large and small. She uses strong leadership skills and a results-driven focus to initiate projects and see them to completion. Carrie develops one-on-one relationships with clients, taking problems off their shoulders and helping them succeed. That is a mouthful. And so kind. <laughs> like, thank you. But yeah. yes, that's what we we aim to do. That's awesome. And this is well, okay. Let's back up. I'm getting too excited. So let's start at the beginning. Okay. Tell me about you. Where are you from? I am born and raised in Nebraska. I grew up in Lincoln. And I will fast forward a few years. I moved to York County in 2009. So my husband and I have been here since. And we love it. It's become home. Yeah, absolutely. What brought you to the area? Honestly, it was a place that we could both live and work. I was working for the World Herald in Omaha, and he had just started his business. He does center pivots and grain bin construction. His you've, People have probably seen his trucks, Jesse the Builder. And so honestly, it was a place that we could both live and work. During my time at the World Herald, we were employee-owned at that point in the process, and they had acquired the York and Grand Island publications. And so when after two and a half years of dating long distance, we decided to close that space and I was able to move out here, spend a lot of time in the newspaper industry. And this is just where we planted our roots together and started a family and it's really become home. Yeah, absolutely. And journalism obviously is kind of your home. Yes. It's been your home for a while. How did you decide that that was something you were interested in. Sure. How did you decide to go into it? Like most high school seniors, I did not really have a clear path, but I loved the classes that I took in high school that were English-based or journalism-based. I was on yearbook. So when I started college, I took intro to advertising and also intro to audiology. It's like, maybe I want to go in the medical field. Clearly, I, I picked the latter. I was at the College of Journalism, but actually it was more of an advertising focus. Mm-hmm. I did their mass communications program, so it was really agency-based. Um, okay. You learned all the aspects of what it would be like to work in an agency. Um, I landed at the World Herald through a professional connection I met at one of those college professional networking oh, cool. things. Yeah, he he actually worked at an agency. I shouted him some, and he gave them my name. So it was somewhat accidental that I landed at the World Herald, but I was really excited to to be there and 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 have a job at a great company out of college. And then from there, you know, while it was a journalism background, and I eventually became publisher, a lot of publishers actually come from the ad 
side because so much of what you do is client and revenue-based, just like any business. And so I spent a lot of time working with small businesses, medium-sized businesses, and that's really what I loved the most. But had my hands in a lot of different things over my time there. But that's kind of how I got into journalism was just kind of accidentally fell in love with it. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. this was at UNL, right? Yes. Yep. So I graduated from UNL and then started at the World Herald in 2006. Wow. And then you came to York. Yep. In 2009. Mm -hmm. And I spent some time in advertising here at the News Times. Mm -hmm. This is circa 2009. So while most uh, media outlets and newspapers had some sort of web presence, it was nothing like it is today. So after about a year here in York, I moved to our corporate team. And this is where really the digital side of my professional experience started to grow. I worked for several years traveling to the papers that we owned in our newspaper family, primarily across Nebraska and Iowa, helping them launch digital programs. So putting ads on their websites, which we all see now. Imagine a time when websites didn't have ads on them. (laughs) It existed. Helped launching email programs, newsletter programs, social pages, worked with their news teams on the idea that you can post content to your website before it goes into the printed product. Believe it or not, that was a hard concept to, (laughs) you know, for newsrooms to adapt to. So spent a lot of years traveling to our different publications and working with their teams doing that. Then started to have a family, spent some time in Grand Island at the Grand Island Independent, four years-ish as their digital director, Um, short stint on our corporate team again, and then was publisher here in York in 2016, took on the Columbus paper until I retired from newspaper (laughs) about a year ago. So, so yeah, it was, it was a great time. I think 17 years in total, not counting the time I spent at my college newspaper. Wow. That's a a big chunk of time. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Well, and so you retire from the newspaper and then you start what yes. you're doing now, which yes. is uh, Colburn Solutions. Yes, a new venture, a new baby. And so, yeah, I took some time and really just kind of thought about what I wanted to do. And again, this was an accidental thing that's turning into an accidental love. I started taking on a few projects from colleagues that I had known and thought to myself, you know, one of the things that I saw that most businesses ran into is a a good majority of them know exactly what they want to do. It's just the executing of it. And so that's the role that I hope to fill. So I call it consulting and project management, but what I really hope to do is fill that void. So a business wants to explore a new product line or they want to explore a new market area or they want to have a new workflow and they know what it, they want it to look like. They just can't put those bolts together. Mm-hmm. On the digital side, you know, it might be, I know I need to update my website, but I don't know what needs done to it. Or mm-hmm. I want to explore new web partners. Who might those be? So I, I'm that middle person that helps them connect those dots, does the research, puts together who could, who could your partners be? What could the plan look like? And in some cases, once that decision's been made, I'm the one that helps them fulfill it. So they get to the end goal, which they always knew that they wanted to be at, but I, I come in temporarily and help them hmm. you know, get that project done where they themselves might not have the time to do it. 
they don't have the staff to do it, or to, to hire someone to do it, you might not need that person for 40 hours or be able to find the skill set. Right. So it's really why I call it consulting and project management. I really, and how I operate is as an extension of your team for a short period of time to really get you where you want to be. Yeah, absolutely. And I know that there's a lot of different things going on in the community, a lot of different yeah. projects. If someone was interested in having you as a consultant, at what point in the project do you prefer that they contact you and get you involved? Really any point. You know, I've met with some people and it's truly just a brain a brainstorming and they might not be ready for me yet. Mm-hmm. Other people are ready to go right away and this is what I need and can you help me do it? And so it really, I mean, it's really up to each business, but a lot of it is we just, it just starts with a simple discussion of what you might need and how I might be able to help. Mm-hmm. And every situation and desire is different. You know, there's a few times I've been reached out to, and it's something that's not in my skill set. So, you know, if it's not something that I'm able to do, I I certainly try to point them in the right direction and, you know, and get them along their way. But most, more times than not, you know, we're able to, to find a way that I can really help them really get to their end goal that they already have in mind. And, and sometimes people need that end goal. I feel like I need to do this, but I don't know what that is. Right. But a, a lot of our business owners know exactly what they want to do. It's the amount of time and manpower that's holding them back. Yeah, absolutely. And I know from experience, you've worked with small businesses. Yes. yes. Um, have you worked with any like major, large companies? Is that something that you're open to? <clears throat> absolutely. You know, not in terms of like a huge, like multi-location, lots of team members. No, you know, I would be open to that. Mm-hmm. What I have found is a lot of those companies have those resources right. um, within their team. So they're not as, for the void that I am trying to fill, Mm -hmm. they're not as in need of that. Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean that I wouldn't be open open to it or be able to provide them a solution. Mm -hmm. It would probably just be a a lot more specific. So that's why my focus is kind of those small to medium-sized businesses, just Mm -hmm. because, again, working in smaller markets the majority of my career, those are the businesses that have those same great ideas. It's just the staffing that they don't have compared to a larger, Mm -hmm. what a larger organization does. Right, right. And I want to go back to something you said earlier, and I just want to amplify it, but a lot of where or how you got where you are is through connections. Yes. And we stress connections so much. Yes. And I mean, you're living proof of it. Yes. I mean, connections can really do a lot for you. Yes. I mean, I, I value connections too. I think on the personal side, for me, they're so fulfilling. Mm-hmm. I love getting to know people and making that connection and seeing how we fit together. Mm-hmm. But also in life, those connections that you make can really help you propel you in, in, in different ways. And I think the more you can have those connections, just the stronger foundation you have in all aspects of life. Yeah, absolutely. And I know that we have a pretty strong listener base of late high school, early college, still very in that exploratory phase. What advice would you have for them if they're looking into project management or journalism or any of your past career experiences? Sure. You know, as a person that went in to college with an idea of what I wanted to do, or arguably two ideas, like I shared, you know, I, my journey, and if you would have asked me or any of my good friends 
would have had me living in Chicago, Mm. a much larger Midwestern city. And obviously I'm not, and I love it. (laughs) And part of that vision was because I had grown up in Lincoln. So I Mm -hmm. thought, oh, let's go bigger. But for me and my career journey, so I would just say the advice would be is to keep your eyes open. And if you like it and you're enjoying it, and it doesn't necessarily imagine your vision, that's not bad either. That's part Mm -hmm. of your path unfolding for you. I was able to move along in my career at what was a much more rapid pace in Mm -hmm. some regards because I was more visible in a smaller community and the impact I was making was Mm -hmm. more visible. And so that really helped me. It helped me succeed. It helped me get recognized sooner for the the skills and abilities I had. And so that's part of the the advantage of what my path ended up leading me to down into a smaller market, I guess. And so to answer your question on advice, it would be, you know, to trust what you like. You know, you want to have a goal and a vision and to strive for, but as your path unfolds, Mm -hmm. if you're happy and enjoying what you're doing, even though that might not be the original vision, you know, your path is still unfolding for you for a reason. Yeah. Oh, that's powerful. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. You're obviously very, very passionate about what you do. What would you say drives that passion? What keeps you, you know, going at it every day? I like people. (laughs) I really like people. I enjoy working with people. Mm -hmm. I enjoy talking with people. I enjoy meeting with people. I like sharing ideas or when you brainstorm or you look into something and it's like, oh, we could do it this way. Or what about this? Mm-hmm. I, I truly thrive off of, you know, connections, which is what, you know, we've touched on already. So, and I like helping people. I like doing something that feels of value as, and is of importance to, to them, to their business, what they're trying to accomplish. And so I, I just get a lot of personal energy out of that. So that's why it's kind of an, it's a nice natural fit for me because I really, I thrive off those things. At Cornerstone Bank, we are committed to providing you the best in banking products and service. With 46 locations throughout Nebraska, we are dedicated to serve you. Cornerstone Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. So I know that you are extremely involved in pretty much anything you can think of. What all are you involved in outside of work within the community? Sure. I sit on the York Hospital Board and have for a few years. I really enjoy that because the York general team is so intelligent. So I selfishly enjoy it because I feel like I learned so much from them. But I also love to learn. And so it's an industry I'm not familiar with. But I also feel like I bring a great contribution just from the seat I sit in in life, but then also the experience I can share. I serve on the CASA for York County Board and have for several years. That is a more hands-on board, so I really enjoy all the things that I can contribute to help that organization succeed. I'm assuming most people are familiar with CASA, but it's Mm -hmm. court-appointed special advocates. So for youth in York County that find themselves in the court system due to no fault of their own, 
So some situation, not these aren't troubled youth, it's you know trouble surrounding them. We provide a, a court-appointed special advocate, so an adult volunteer, that is their voice. You know, they have, there are different people that are also looking out for them, but the CASA specifically looks out for them where they should be as the case that's affecting them moves through the court system. Mm-hmm. Some CASAs are assigned to a case over several years. So our volunteers are extremely important. We need more of them. Mm-hmm. York County has, I think, 87 total, and we're serving maybe half of them. Wow. So if that speaks to anyone else's heart, CASA is in need of a lot of volunteers. We are higher than any of the counties surrounding us, and we don't really know why. Do we have better eyes on our kids? Could be pr- maybe the, the best reason, right. but we, we don't know. It's all speculation. But So that's a really a board that means a lot because, you know, we're a small community, you know, your friends, you know, your neighbors, you know, you know, the kids in your, in your kids class. And so, so yeah, I am also involved in that organization. And quick question, if someone was interested in becoming a volunteer, what would that time commitment look like and how would they go about contacting you for that? Sure. So I would, I would direct them to Elizabeth Hain at the, she's the director of Casa for York County. Her offices are in the courthouse, but you could contact her via the website. And it, the process starts, you you go through a training first. So you're fully prepared to serve this role. And then before, you know, we just don't throw you in. As we get cases, you get the yes or no on if you want to take that case or if that's a case that's right for you. And so as the advocate, we line you up really good with a case that you're going to feel passionate about, feel like you can be successful in. And then it just, it really is, it's, you know, there's no way to say how long mm-hmm. you're going to be on that case. But most people only have one case at a time, you know, so in that sense, it's manageable. But some cases go for several years. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. yeah. That's intense. Yeah, not all of them, <laughs> but, some, but some do, you know. Yeah. Some, yeah. some do. And those kids need, yeah. need people to yep. represent them. Yep. So... Okay, so CASA, hospital, yep. what yep. else is there? So I'm a re-new member. The, the paper's always been a member, but I'm excited to be personally a member again with Colborne Solutions of your organization, yes. YCDC, yes. as well as the chamber. So excited to be back involved with those. Uh, I My kids attend St. Joseph's School, so mm-hmm. involved with the organizations that they have there. Enjoy that. So Yeah. I feel like I'm forgetting something, and so if I am, <laughs> that's okay. Yeah. yeah, and I feel like you. So you are helping us with one of our childcare boards. Yes, and yes. I feel like you're kind of a temporary weird board member. Yes, yes. I, I will say things when I feel like they need said, but I'm not technically a board member. Yes. So, yes, the York County Kids, which is a new board here in York that you're also involved in, which has a huge task, and all the board members have a great heart to take this on, of looking at starting a nonprofit childcare here in York, and I am the project manager for that board. So very involved, very helpful. And what I love about that role is it lets, I hope what it ends up doing is letting those board members, you know, be involved and lead with their heart and help contribute, but not leave those meetings with a bunch of work to do. And that's where I come in and I feel fulfill that role being the project manager for that board, but, you know, also get to be involved and, and see it be successful. So that's, that's been a lot of fun. Yeah. And one thing that 
you've been very helpful with for York County kids as a board member is organizing thoughts. I mean, when you're getting ready to get a project to take it off the ground, you know, get it moving, there's so many things going on and trying to organize it in a way that makes sense that you have all your ducks in a row is hard. Yeah. That's a lot of work. And so you don't feel gridlocked either. You feel like you have a path forward because sometimes when you have this, it's like, which way do I go first? So yes, that's what I hope to help alleviate in terms of that pressure on board members because these are all people with everyday jobs too. And so when they're, you know, dedicating their time, you know, if I can help uh, take that extra stuff, I enjoy doing it. Absolutely. Yeah. And you're very good at it. Well, thank you. So if somebody wanted to contact you, wanted to see if you could help with one of their projects, how would they go about doing that? Sure. There's a couple different ways that you can check out my website, colburnsolutions.com, just like how it sounds. There's an easy form on there that you can fill out, which really that's just generating an email to me. My phone number is also on there, so they can give me a call. Pretty easy to find. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, you can always reach out to the YCDC as well and we yep. can direct you. Yep. We, yep. we can always share your contact yep. information too. What's next? I know you have some pretty exciting things going on. So yes. what's coming up? Um, well, I, I will probably have a location here soon. We, I bought a building here awesome. in York, right next to Captain Redbeard's and Clinch Law, that building that had been vacant. It was formerly Abbott Studios, and I believe, oh, there was a staffing business, oh, I think, okay. in there at one point, too, but kind of right there. And so, yeah, so looking at turning that into some office space, which will be great. I love having a spot you know, to set up and and work. And we live in rural York County. And so, you know, I've been become very familiar with our coffee shops here in town and they're all wonderful, but it's going to be really great to, to have a space and have a place to meet with people and Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely reach out to us. We can put you into contact, but moving away from business and work stuff, (laughs) Let's talk about just York County in general. Okay. So there's a lot of really small communities around yeah. here. Do you have anything that you'd like to like highlight for people with some of the small communities? I know there's so many events that everything in, is going on all the time. And I know that you're a little bit more familiar with uh, different communities yes. than I am. Yes. I live just outside of Bradshaw. So I am probably the most familiar with Bradshaw. It's a lovely, lovely place. Great people. We're about a mile and a half outside of town. We frequent the Bulldog Roadhouse quite often. Mm-hmm. Um, Andrea, the owner now for a little over a year, has done a wonderful job. It looks so nice and fresh in there. And it did before too, but she just added a different design touch that reflects her personality a lot. And so, yeah, we frequent there a lot. I love all the communities. I don't get to all of them as much as I used to, mm-hmm. but yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I know they have, you know, Henderson days and yep. There's, yep. I just feel like there's always something going on. Yeah. If you had one place in New York that you wanted to highlight or like your favorite place to go with your kids, what would you say that is? York County, not just York. Oh, that's a good question. I know. I'm putting you on the spot. Gosh, it probably depends on the time of year. Mm, fair. And what we're doing. I will say as someone who's from 
out of town, meaning not living in York, especially in the winter, I love the addition of Fun City. Yes. Because if we're between activities or have a little time to kill, Mm -hmm. I love that with our membership, we can go in there and while it's Fun City, to me, it's really an indoor playground. It's an indoor park. And so we love um, the parks in all the communities and in York, and we spend a lot of time in them. But in the winter, it gets cold and, Mm -hmm. you know, or there's snow, which has recently just melted, thankfully. But from just a lifestyle standpoint, um, having Fun City has been a great addition in terms of just having a place to go um, to not only use it for what's intended, but if we have, you know, 30 minutes between activities, we can go and, and play and run off some energy So really enjoy that. My kids love going to the auditorium, whether into that building for the Children's Museum or just the open gym time Mm -hmm. that they have. And I just love how it looks since it's been redone. It's beautiful. Like it's the same old building, but just shined up and and looks great. So we really enjoy going there. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. (laughs) And everything Parks and Rec. I feel like Cherie, the director, is phenomenal yeah I mean she she makes that those programs really really good so we will go into hot potato really quick is first thing that comes to your mind fall or spring fall okay do you have a reason for that the weather's better yeah fair (laughs) yeah absolutely phone call or email phone call okay sweet or sour sweet sweet or spicy spicy okay Travel or stay home? Both. Fair. <laughs> I might agree Both? with that one, yeah. <laughs> Movies or TV? Depends on what I'm watching. Fair one. I like both. I like both. Yeah, yeah, it just depends on what I'm watching. And streaming is kind of yes. made things Yes, like if you stream like one of those like mini series, you know, it's like, and they're just like three episodes. It's like mm. I watched a movie. <laughs> so it's kind of the same. Yeah. Yeah. I absolutely <laughs> agree. Music or podcast? Music? No offense to podcasts. <laughs> yeah. We were just talking about the Kelsey Brothers yes. podcast. Yes. Wonderful. Yeah. Wonderful stuff. We'll get more. This will get more listens. Yeah. <laughs> Hands Absolutely. down. Hands Absolutely. down. Farm or city? Now it would be farm. Used to be yeah. city. Now it's farm. Fair enough. Fair enough. So for our lovely listeners, do you have any parting words of wisdom about York County or about your career, whatever the case may be? You know, I, I don't know, like our listeners are here, right? So they get this, but I will share one of the things that I'll, I'll say to my friends. I have a really great group of friends and the majority of which live in Omaha or Lincoln. One of our other good friends is an OBGYN in Columbus. So we're the two that have kind of ventured out West. What I always say about York and York County is it, especially for a family, it has everything that you'd want in a, in a big city mm-hmm. in terms of activities and especially activities that your kids might be into. There's not a lot that your, your child might be interested in that you can't find here. Yeah. And I think that brings a great quality of life. Mm-hmm. We have great schools, great healthcare, great activities. And so, you know, when we talk about it, you know, and I and I'm always trying to get them to move here. You know, I, I you know, it's I, I say that, you know, we can do all these things because once you're in for us, once we're in town, but people that live in town, you're like two minutes from all of them. Yeah. Yep. So, you know, on Thursday nights, like tonight, Thursday nights is our busy night, but we'll go 
my little boys have gymnastics, mm-hmm. my daughter has dance, and then my oldest son has wrestling. And that'll all happen oh, in the span of tonight, but it's manageable. Uh, and because it's all and like they stack up just like that so yeah yeah <laughs> busy but you wouldn't be able to do that yes in town, yes so yeah. absolutely all right well i think that that wraps us up Wonderful. thank you so yeah. much for joining us i know i learned a lot and i'm sure that our listeners did too thank you for um, having me one last plug if you would like to get in touch with carrie colburn you can reach out to the ycdc or go to her website at colburnsolutions.com Thank you so much. Yes, thank you. In closing, we would like to once again take the time to thank our members, the people that help us drive change. We would like to thank York State Bank, Henderson State Bank, York General, Mead Lumber Company Incorporated, and York News Times. And thank you, our listeners, for tuning in. Catch you next time.